here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. Today, I'm very pleased to be joined by that original kid, the OG kid, aka Fire, aka the person who is on the come up. Fire, how you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing, man? Happy to be on here. Yes, absolutely. It's awesome to have you on. What would you like to start out with for the people, the people that you would like to say hello to? Uh, hi, I'm Fire. I go by him pronouns. And I'm just a kid that has recently gone to the melee community. And as uh, you've said, that I'm making moves, apparently. So. Yeah, making lots of moves. I try to pay attention as much as I can to what's going on in the community, but it's always helpful when somebody like Nun tweets out saying, this is the next generation, go drop a follow on the twitch.tv slash music hits, which you can see yes. in the overlay for those who are watching the YouTube version of our interview here. You've been streaming, so I guess that's a great place to start. How long have you been streaming for? Um... I've been streaming different games other than Melee, but before Melee, I have only streamed like once or twice, and that might be like Roblox or something. Um, crank out like one viewer and be like, oh my god, hi. And just, they would leave, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been streaming for about like, probably a year, on and off for like a year. Trying to get back into the streaming, you know, whenever I'm playing with my friends, I'm like, great content. <laughs> Dude. And just stream. So. Yeah. That's a great place to just to start because there's a lot more banter. It's not just you talking to the the unknown world of the internet, and it's it's probably difficult. I've I haven't tried streaming myself. I know that I'm not gonna be good to go live for six hours at a time or anything like that. So I haven't tried, but I imagine that there's a certain amount of pressure with just kind of trying to stay engaging or to be like like Ludwig or somebody the entire time that you're live, but I'm, I'm sure at times it just feels like you're coasting or maybe you are starting to trail off a little bit or get a little bored and go, oh, wait, that's right. I'm still streaming. I should probably uh, probably stop streaming now. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had those moments before, but back when I was starting beginning, I'd be like always like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm fire or whatever. Uh, now I do get kind of sidetracked. I do focus. I I stream a lot of my online tournaments uh, that I do. Uh, I've always turned off the viewer thing because I'm like, you know, if I like lose a viewer, I'm like, oh no, am I doing something wrong? But it's mostly just bots, though. So. Yeah, that's right. There are a lot of bots on Twitch, and I guess the other the other worthy Twitch news that I'd like to hear your opinion on is the recent kind of like the there was a, a quite a big like data breach for Twitch. I mean, a lot of data came out, including like who the top 1,000 or 10,000 streamers are in terms of sub money or whatever else. You know, it's just yeah. like, it kind of shows, or it was showing to a lot of people, wow, your favorite content creator on Twitch actually makes money, which, you know, good for them, right? Because if you actually get to that point, then sure, that's well-earned <laughs> because it comes with all the extra pressure and all that fun stuff. But from your own thoughts, like, what did you think of when all of that went down? Um, I've actually watched like a couple things about it. And from my opinion, I thought that those were already out on the internet somehow. I know like definitely not like 10,000, but I knew like the big Twitch streamers were like, you know, already sort of had it. People sort of had an estimate on what they were making. But now that this is out, I'm like... Well, I mean, that's kind of cool, but also kind of frightening because, I mean, what if people just start hoarding that person because he just makes a lot of money from doing 
well just talking into your camera and playing games is it dangerous so, to be is it dangerous to be a, a gamer that happens to have a, a, a wide audience or what what about it that would be kind of cool for you or maybe not as cool for you personally if you were like on like the higher tier of a twitch streaming um i've always liked it like i don't want to become like the you know 10k always viewers i want like a good amount of viewers so i can actually read chat stably but i do want to be popular enough that i can like have a say in the community and like let's just for instance be like a new rule set change and i'd be like okay well i'll get my opinion now on this and people can hear my perspective and not like some not like a very big stream and be like oh i agree with this you have to do this because i know some streamers get like all that power built into them and they're like i'm the boss around here which is never going to be my intention i'm just going to be that chill dude who just like kind of likes video games and so what would you say about the more one of the more recent rule set changes as will be coming in the form of a new memory card for Melee where there's like all kinds of different oh, yeah. fixes, including having toggles for all of the GameCube controller buttons so you can make A shield or you can make the L trigger jump, that sort yeah. of thing. The, the new controller uh, motherboard, you're saying? Actually, it's not just the Goom Wave. So in the past couple of days, from the uh, from the box people uh, collaborating with somebody else who does button remapping and the uh, fighting game community as a whole are releasing a memory card where you put that in i think into one of uh, either a wii or a gamecube like it's it's console compatible i think oh, yeah. uh, don't quote me on it but it has a, a a menu built into melee where it says like toggle button controls kind of like an ultimate how you can make different buttons do different things on your gamecube control it's not because of the goom wave controller where you tweak around the motherboard settings and all that kind of stuff and now you can change your buttons but it's actually a function within the menu of the game itself yeah so i feel like that is good because i've heard a lot of people complain that shuffling is very hard to do on the controller since the x and y and the c stick are like Kind of like that and people don't like to use the claw grip like i use the claw grip personally so i think that is very important i say for the i i support the memory card i think that people should be able to remap their bones like they could do on slippy which is pretty great for that yeah and so for my part i i like the fact that there's always like new new resources coming in and the i guess the only thing that's like kind of like Mm, sketchy about it is that it's coming from hacks who has had a, a not great year in within melee i would say that because of all of the all the videos all the things and accusations this that and the third that it's it, it is sort of odd to have him come back and say well putting aside all of that here is a new memory card for you all to use and it has all kinds of new stuff that is going to make the game more accessible and this is great and so a lot of people are saying okay great oh that, that's cool but your hacks so that's where i'm yeah. coming from right now that i'm like thank you but okay i i don't know i don't know hacks personally so i don't know what to think but all i can say is that making the game more accessible in general I'm a big fan of that. So I hope that it just continues to spur on people saying, if one person does this, I'm inspired to try something that for myself to give to the community. Like that, that's, that's part, that part is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my opinions on that is that the melee community needs to be more welcoming to new players. 
because Melee is obviously this like really advanced game and that there's so many different variables that you have to take in to even get a stock. And that, let's say coming from the most recent Smash, Smash Ultimate, it's, I'm not saying a lot more easier, but it's a lot more, you know, most people can understand like the main functions of the game. And obviously with Uncle Punch coming out, it's great, it's fantastic. 100% support of Uncle Punch and what he's doing. But I feel like the community as a whole should be welcoming these new players because, you know, you may have come from so-and-so, like the Doc Kids have been coming from. I'm not one of the Doc Kids, but uh, I feel like the Melee scene needs to be more welcoming to those type of people because if they don't have a welcoming scene, they're just going to leave in like the past two days or something. And so if the Melee community becomes more open to new players, I feel like that'll make, you know, new players feel like they're in their comfort zone. And that they are actually, like, you actually want to stay because somebody's turning around and saying, hey, I'm happy you're here. Here are some resources that can help you get along. Yeah. You that's get why... Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That's why um, there's a Discord server called Melee Training Room. It has, like, all these, you know, like, packs, like Uncle Pudge 20XX at TE and stuff like that. And they're very welcoming. Same with Melee Online. If you've ever played Melee Online, you know that, you know, people wouldn't force you to get off Puff because, well, it's Puff. They would be like, play whoever you want, I'm fine with it. Which, I feel like the community's getting better at welcoming players, but if we could take that next step forward, that would be very great for us. So how did you stick around? How did you get into Melee? Uh, the, the famous old question that everyone's been asking me. Um, I've actually went down the Smash games. I started at Smash 4. I woke up and I am the second person in the world to own a Wii U. And the other friend of mine owns a Wii U. So we're the only two people to own a Wii U in my world. <laughs> so, uh, I got the Wii U with, uh, the, the Mario game on it. And I, and I walked through GameStop. I bought Smash 4. I played it. I liked it. When Ultimate came out, I hopped on the Ultimate train for about two years. And then I'm like, I always knew Melee existed, but I never knew how to really get it. Because I was like a, you know, not very intelligent 11-year-old at the time. And I'm like, I don't know that much about computers, but I do know how to play games on computers. And so, five months of trying to get it and found it out that it's already installed on my computer. Still regret myself for that. And I play Slippy. I get... I get rolled on ranked, I get like four stocked each time. And I'm like, well, the same thing happened to like Smash 4 and Ultimate, so I think I know Smash good enough so where I can really start winning games. And so, first couple hours I'll take my first game, I'm hooked. Absolutely hooked to Melee. Take my first game, that's all I needed. All you needed to win to win your first game and then it's just it's just forward from there, is that what you said? Yeah, I remember. The player that I beat was a Ness player. I felt so good about myself that day. <laughs> the the net, thank you, that Ness player that I played with. You you inspired me to keep on going. <laughs> Just in case you're watching. So you had those stories, though, with Smash 4 and with Ultimate, where you pick up the game, and it's a little bit slow at first, but then you start winning, and it feels great. So yeah. what about Melee felt more rewarding to you versus Smash 4 or Smash Ultimate? Just because how... Hard it is. I'm not saying that Smash 4 and Ultimate is not easy. I mean, I think 
the game is hard. But Melee picks up that knowledge and like gets a lot of speed into that. My brain has always worked pretty fast, so I could keep up with singles. Definitely not doubles. No one could keep up with doubles. But uh, I've always been, uh, you know, my brain can always keep up with what's happening on the screen. I'll be like, oh, that's sick. I want to do that. And, uh, and I start doing it with, like, Puff and stuff. And even my secondary Martha once in a while. So did you play Puff in the other games, or is Puff specifically for Melee? Uh, I'm actually in the two Smash in the two Smash games I played prior. I played Mario because he's always been pretty good, but not like that good. Or he's like meta centralized. And I'm like, I always wanted not to be a top tier. I always wanted to be, you know, like a high tier character so yeah. I could still win. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm because I've because people have been telling me like do your hand stretches, you're gonna get, like, arthritis and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, really scared of this voice. I'm like, okay. And, and I just pick Puff, and I'm like, this character seems, you know, not that hard on the hands. And she's, you know, she takes a lot of skill, honestly, about the V-series. She takes a lot of brain power for me. And so I picked up Puff, and I just won that unranked game, I guess, and hooked What's your favorite move to kill with if it's not back air or rest? I mean, I feel like those are the two best moves, but is there another move that you feel like is underrated for Puff? Down air. Yeah. Down air's good. Down air grab works. You would be surprised in air. You'd be surprised how many I get with an air F smash. <laughs> you would be surprised how many people fall for it. It's not true. It's a good mix up. My favorite, my, my favorite, my favorite is the uh, is the down smash near ledge. I just love how how ridiculous the angle is. Yeah, but at the same time, you can always just hop off, do a little kicky kick, and they're just yeah. So every once in a while, I'll go for style down smash. But yeah, yeah, because I I think that Puff is probably one of the three characters that I'm sort of like as a player who has understood about Melee for a long time, but I haven't competed in tournaments until this year. And really, I haven't competed in that many. It's been a very, very, very small list, but trying to make more time for it. I haven't decided if I want to play Marth or Falco or Puff, but I really enjoy playing Puff because of the of the down air. Sorry, sorry. Because of the down B, because of the rest. I have always enjoyed watching Hungrybox. So whenever I watch a Hungrybox set, I go, okay, well, now I want to play Puff. So... That's the that I mean that's that's how it is for me in that character. I've never like had the see I got into melee a little bit more around the time where the anti puff chain was at its peak. There was a lot of people saying, "Oh no, Hungrybox is killing melee. Nobody wants to watch puff. Nobody wants to watch Armada versus Hungrybox." And now that's all they can think about. Now that Armada's retired, they want that back. Strangely, yeah, I wonder why. But yeah. That that's the time I came in, and I, I saw I saw the Puff pl gameplay, and I'm going, this is really exciting. You see how many comebacks Hungrybox pulls off? This is incredible. Clutchbox, yeah. I ignoring what I said earlier. I mean, like obviously I want to pick like the middle of the road character that's like above average, but also I've been watching competitive melee for like since 2019 almost, like on and off for 2019. Like I saw Hungrybox win all these turns, and I'm like, I didn't understand because I've been playing Ultimate at the time, but I'm like. This game's fast. Like, really fast. I don't understand why people are saying trashing on Puff. This game is fast. And so, also, how I got into Melee, I'm going to add on to that and just say that the game's just 
I guess clicked with me when I when I played to see how fast it was. Another big part. You just had to actually pick it up and start playing, which is hard to do if you you don't own a GameCube or a Wii, do you? Um, I owned a, my brother owned a GameCube with the copy melee, so before Slippy, I would go out my basement, get the melee disc, pop it in the GameCube, and just grind the heck out of CPUs and think I'm like one of the five gods with my my Falco that I can't even multi shine with. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so good. And Andre comes out, I get murked. <laughs> yeah, when you actually have to play real people who have been playing for oh, yeah. years and years and years. Yeah. But you don't seem to be super intimidated by that, right? I mean, you, you no. feel like you're pretty much committed to playing the game, at least as like a, a top five game of yours, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mainly, I was never that intimidated by how you know, long people have been playing the game. I just know that I, that if... Hunger box that had um, some like cons on us and still rose up to the top. I'm like, well, if you can do, why can't I? There's the, why, ins- I there's mean, the inspiration. We play part. the same character. We play the same character. Right? We play sort of similar, but I don't play it that much. But we play sort of similar, so I'm like, why can't I do it? I mean, two states coming up, so that just pushing the puff mode even further. So I'm like, might as well hop on the train. Good time to start now. And there's an East Coast puff over here that I know of, uh, Dawson, who is around the Philly, northern New Jersey area. And Dawson's a fun puff to watch, too. Yeah, I have heard of Dawson. Uh, I'm actually going to Super Smash Con, and I see him on my side of pools, so going to be happy to see him, I guess. There you go. You'll get to play yeah. against like a, a a puff who I believe I believe Dawson's been ranked top one hundred before. Don't quote yeah. me on that, but like has, no, I think he has. Yeah, has has certainly like had some great yeah has some great sets. So we'll see about Super Smash Con. That's actually a great uh, discussion piece for you. That's going to be one of the first bigger tournaments that you've gone to in person, or yeah. were you able to go to events like Riptide or the other one, Low Tide City, Low Tier City, oh, Low yeah. Tide City? That's it. <laughs> Other works, but <laughs> right now, for my future, I'm going to SmashCon and Genesis 8 that are on the corner. Uh, my first really super major tournament. I mean, I've been to a couple locals, like, around here. I mean, people are like, you see this 13-year-old? And you're like, yeah. But that, but anything outside of that has been told a stranger to this community. Well, after that entire blow-up happened. But, and so, I'm like, this is the time where I can actually, like, get my name further out there and get people talking or something. So. Well, hopefully you'll be able to play well this upcoming weekend at Super Smash Con. And what do you feel like is a realistic expectation for yourself? Or are you not thinking about that? What do you think about when you think about going to this tournament? Um, I've been to some locals, so I have a tiny bit of experience. All I know is that treat it like a really good friendly. That's what I've been told to treat it like, so I'm going to be treating it like me against my average friend that are just joking around, but I'm not going to joke around. I'm obviously going to try my hardest at the tournament. Uh, I think 2-2 two to two is my expectation. I think I may get through some opponents. I may lose to some opponents. It depends really on my bracket. Um, overall, I think I'm going to do kind of the middle of the pack. I've always, you know, the first... I roll local, I place like 5th at 64 and like 15th at melee. 
and uh, I've always I've been in the middle of the pack sometime, even at cranking out as high as fourth place. Into being down was like twenty six, got and two or something. Kind of busted out those kinds, but eh, happens. Well, hopefully you'll be able to play well. And I, for myself, I, I really wanted to go to Super Smash Con, but it wasn't in the works for me. See, I'm in Lancaster, PA, so it's a very that's that's nothing compared to some of the driving that other Smashers do, where they'll drive 12 hours to make it out to something like, like getting down to Northern Virginia is like three and a half hours or something like that. It's really not that bad of a drive, but was not in the cards. And then you're gonna get to go to Genesis Eight as well, which is going to definitely be like there. All the all the big names are gonna be there. So, like, do you think about wanting to play against a big name in your bracket, or do you think about just the experience of traveling all the way out to California? Like, what comes to mind for an event like that and for you? Um, well, what I'm mostly going to do, I'm just, I'm just going to try to stock top players to be, like, friendlies. Oh. And, and they're... I don't, I mean, some, I mean, if you just ask top, I, I realize if you just ask top players to play, they might, you know, just play because they're top players. And so my plan is just to go up to some of them and be like, I want to play friendlies. And they say, sure. No, I, I lose. And I, and I just be like, yeah, I got to play that player. That's cool. Continue to win the bracket. And just mostly I'm just trying to get my name out there first before I become like this, uh, before, I'm not saying that I will become a super top player, but my my expectations, as I said, if Hungerbox can do it, I can may do it. So I'm like, if I ever do get big, I might as well get my name out there sooner than later. Well, you also are in it right now. It's not like yeah. you go, oh, I really like the game, but I'm going to wait a few years. I'm going to wait a few years. I mean, you could do that and then not to paint me in too bad of a picture but like it, it's sort of like the thought that i had for a very long time when i first found out about competitive melee i thought i don't know if it'll still be here when i'm old enough to do whatever whatever but i was i was around your age at the time and i should have just done it but i never did so it's really cool i love hearing stories about people like you where you say oh this game now i'll actually go and play it it's really cool and i hope that you play well at, at bigger events like smash con and genesis i think that's going to be really cool for you to get that experience and then it it'll just be part of your of your legacy where if you do get to the level of a top player people will point back to events like smash con fall fest from 2021 or genesis 8 from 2022 to be like fire was there and this is where he plays but look at what he does now that's crazy wow yeah um i always didn't want to become too big a name but i always want to be like Let's just say, for instance, like, Espat. You know, like, he's not, like, tippy-top not to, like, roast him or anything, but he's not be, like, no, he's, like, he, he ain't no mango, but he's, like, right below mango. That's where I kind of want to be. He's, <laughs> like, right below mango. So, every time you run into mango in bracket, you want all of Twitch chat to place bets on mango? Is that what you're saying? Oh, uh, I kind of want, no, I'm saying that, um, uh, that's, in the scale of popularity that he has, I want to be like right below his popularity. Like, like people, most people that watch Mango, like I want most people that watch Mango, like somewhat know me and be like, oh yeah, that guy, I've heard of him. And I don't know. I guess I just want to be sort of big, but not too big, or it's like overwhelming. I say. 
speaking of overwhelming, you it, based on what you've said so far, it feels like a lot of people have a lot of back driving that they do on your behalf. They're talking to you about your hand health or about how to play Jigglypuff well or, or even Marth, whoever you're playing on stream at the time or your tournament runs. People who just are like, oh, you are a young player. You must be very new. So as much as it's great to think about how the community can be more welcoming to put new players, what about for the people who are like, backseat driving if that makes sense do you get that feeling at all oh, can you elaborate more on backseat driving i'm not sure if i got the percent around so it's kind of like you're on stream you're playing puff somebody comes in the chat and is like you should be tech chasing more you should be tech resting i should say you should be tech resting more and you go okay like i didn't know that already i know what tech resting is like you know what i mean yep. like people who are like you should be playing it this way or you should be doing this you counterpick to yoshi's why did you counterpick to yoshi's like that's what i mean okay yeah uh for that my opinion on that you're saying yeah yeah like how okay. have you experienced that at all uh a few times i mean people I mean, like, I make these mistakes, like, let's say I crouch on our Marth Crab. My instinct is to up smash, but I know I should be resting. So people are like, uh, you know you can rest that, right? And I'm like, sure do. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know why. It'll be during, like, tournament sets where I'm, like, freaking out. you like, you missed the grab. Time to rest. Oops. Flip the C-stick up. Up smash. Yeah, so, big experience that, and people, like, I once tried to poke, like, I once counterpick the stadium against this fox because i knew this fox was bad on stadium and people are like why did you go stadium and i'm like well dream was off the board i know he was super good at battlefield so nah stadium <laughs> and i lost the game there but it was close uh, it's interesting that you like you're you're that you're willing to make that choice it's not like you feel like bound by law to go to uh, I guess that would be FOD then Fountain of Dreams, I guess would be the other pick besides yep. Dreamland if that's already off the board. I didn't know at the time. <laughs> I thought I thought FOD was as bad as Yoshi's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah, and it depends on who you ask. <laughs> really? I mean, at the time, of course. Now I know that FOD is like my third pick, but what is your favorite stage to play on? Like you're you're talking about, like it's like it's Dreamland and then Battlefield and then then Fountain of Dreams. As Puff, like any character. As Puff. As Puff. I always like Fod because I like to hear all the Fox complain about the moving platforms <laughs> and just like <laughs> be like, oh, I can't do my hover dash moonwalk bonk slide or whatever, and I'll be like, that's why I. Picked here. Also, up the rest kills. Your up smash does not kill as soon as that. Because the top is actually, like, bigger than the sides. Because the sides have, like, you know, like, um, Fox can, rec like, the magnifying glass. Fox can recover. The only stage in the game where Fox can recover onto the stage and not to ledge. Because when when he's near the magnifying glass, if he up and if I'm holding ledge, he can just go over that. And that's the only stage in the entire game, for instance. So the sides are, like, really small. So if I up the rest mid-stage, mid I can usually get the kill. And Fox's up smash is... The top isn't that... It's kind of big. It used to be a lot of room to, like, trajectory DI it. So I usually live for that. And that's why they complain. So I kind of like to hear them just complain and laugh sometimes. <laughs> do you yeah. think that one of the things that you can do, like... 
when you think about competing against somebody in an IRL tournament setting, just to hover the controller, the selection screen, hover over a FOD and just look at them and go like, you sweating yet? You ready to go here? Cause I'm ready to go here. Uh, I've never quite done that, but I've always thought about doing that. Like on online tourneys, I'll be like, obviously, you know, Discord, I would stream it. I would hover over like FOD. And like basically implying like, are you ready to get up the rested? <laughs> <laughs> and like, of course they know, but I never said anything. I just kind of hover over. Yeah. It, and they're well, like, there you oh, go. We're going here. <laughs> <laughs> just to give them like, not really prep time, but like worrying for the worst. And then it's usually not that bad because they they usually like overestimate. Like, oh no, I'm gonna lose. Half of the time they win. Half of the time they lose. It's just how it goes. With the Puff Fox matchup. Yeah, it's it's a little volatile, like depending on how each person's playing. It can either be like a four stock in favor of the Fox or a four stock in favor of the Puff. I mean it just depends yeah. on on who's on who's playing and what how their day is actually going for them, if they're playing well or if they're kinda of playing a little bit off. Yeah. So then what kind of melee content do you like to watch? Because it's it's probably like you know a fair amount here and there. Like wh- who do, who's a who's a YouTuber or streamer that you like to watch for melee? Call me biased, but Firepuff Twelve. I was uh Firepuff Twelve. Oh uh, well, I was like the mango and Zane, Blips channels like their shorts. I always thought those were hilarious. Uh, especially the new arc of Zwong. Zane Hungerbox, his impression of Hungerbox was just so funny to me. Yes. So I always liked watching those kind of videos, combo videos, Firepuff 12 videos. Um, that's still a lot of me. Like anything that's melee, I'll just watch it. Like even Hack, like before Hacks, you know, had that non stellar year that he had right now. Like he would like go in depth about the game, like ASDI down and like all that. And I'll be like, Oh, I didn't know you can floor hug fat Fox Snare to like 135. That's amazing. And so I would try to implement that or something. So I have always like like the informational videos, the funny videos, and all around. Just melee content. But shout out to Firepuff twelve. Yes. The Fire Nation. Fire Nation. Yes. Fire Nation. Yes. 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 So yes. why yes. in the world did Fire try to delete the Discord? I still don't know. Why why was that happening? I, he just said I'm gonna nuke the server, guys. And I DM'd him, I was like, what, why? And he says, all right, I'm nuking it. And then it just didn't work. And he's like, oh, <laughs> didn't work. And I'm like, why? He still hasn't responded to that. Firefly told him, you're watching this, just DM me why. You're trying to nuke the server, my guy. DM me as well, because I also am curious. I didn't DM Fire because I assumed enough people were doing that already to be like, yo, you good? Like, what's going on? I just posted in general Twitch chat. I was like, somebody needs to do the thing from from Majora's Mask. Play the Song of Time. Let's go back three days. Let's not have this destruction. No, I don't want to lose Firepuff 12 server. I don't want to lose the Fire Nation homies. I I have met so many people on this server. They've actually helped me get into the community because I was like, man, you know, obviously, you know, all the allegations going around, I was kind of, kind of worried going into the sea, because I'm like, well, that just happened. And so I'm like, Breath of 12 obviously helped me warm up to the scene. Same with, you know, all the other people, like Punk and all those people in the server. Very nice guys, so they helped me get a lot of courage and just went back out there. 
my very own for the very first time. Yes. Well, I mean, of course, I mean, of course, I still I'm not as active in there like I used to be because I'm still like have a lot of questions about the community. But I still go in there every once in a while, be like, "Hey guys, bye guys." <laughs> <laughs> just checking up on everyone, basically. Oh, seeing that Firepuff Twelve is taking a lot of breaks. That's great for him. He's been working very hard, and all those other people. Yes, exactly. That's the whole point. That's why the Fire Nation must live on because it is a great place. Like Fire Nation gets a shout out in every single Radio Melee podcast. It feels like it's just a Fire Nation. Yes. <laughs> Fire Nation. Yes. Yeah. So when I get the chance, I always like to show Firepuff Twelve some love because very nice to me as well. That's the whole thing, right? And so why do you want to get have a great thing going and don't want to ruin that? So I'm glad to. I'm, I'm glad that we get to talk about this a little bit because I will be sending this to sure. Firepuff 12 and be like, you should probably watch the whole thing. Don't worry. It'll be worth. Firepuff 12, you made it this far. Good for you. You haven't <laughs> slept yet through it or something. I don't know. When does he well, sleep? Okay, so then let's talk about... I don't about... think he does. <laughs> let's okay. talk about that controller. I I've, I wanted to ask you about it when while you were talking. <clears throat> Who made that? What is, what's happening? Okay, this... I have ordered it from Battle Beavers. They have actually um, got a lot of controllers. I can show you the controller I was using before. I don't know if it's still over here. But it was these wireless ones. Had like no springs. They felt really clunky. Oh, but uh, Battle Beavers do not sponsor me in every sort of way. Just want you guys to know that. But um, this obviously has a very slick layout. The, the LED buttons. On the side, the uh the paracord, pretty cool, and then the triggers, and the tactile sleep button, probably my favorite feature of the controller. Probably look at my face like right there. It's annoying, but it looks cool. So I'm like, at least I'm very dedicated to get better, as you can probably tell by like my recent blowups and my controller. Then I'm like actually taking it seriously and going to all these tournaments. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's a lot of activity happening on your side over there, and that's so cool. Like it, from my own perspective, when I see somebody who's trying to get better, they have like a lot of dedication. They're going to tournaments. They're practicing. They are investing. Also, I mean, like that's a real thing. You know, paying somebody to make a cool controller or modify a controller and make it cooler, that kind of thing. Those are all those are all very positive signs of a person who's intending on staying within a community. But I'm sure, like, in some ways, I mean, you've been talking a lot about what you hope to get out of Melee and hope to get out of the community that you're in, that we're both in, in the future. But it, does it feel occasionally overwhelming, like, where you're like, why am I doing this again? Oh, yeah, that's right, to play Melee. Like, f or do you think that you have a pretty clear focus on kind of, like, what you want to do and what you want to get out of all this? Well, I mean, like, obviously I've been playing more games than just Melee. Like, I've been playing NASB, Nickelodeon. Uh, been playing all these other games, but I've never really had that thought process, like, why am I playing Melee? I feel like my site is pretty set on Melee. Uh, obviously I've been playing ahead of time for when I joined the community. Like, okay, if I could just get this set up, my computer set up and all that, then what am I going to do next? And so I've been... Kind of not really thinking it that hard. I have like a rough draft. What I want to do, like, I don't know, I might be like a top player, get some attraction, and then, I don't know, something like that. And I'm like, 11 year old me, Browns, 11, I can't talk. 11, 
year old me brain was like, yes, that's exactly what we're gonna do. And I did not shout that way. <laughs> but it turned out pretty much a better way, honestly. That don't happen. So I'm running out of questions, but I do want to talk about your, about like your, um, sort of like the, uh, like the whole idea behind, uh, how do I phrase this? So like, I just want to hear your perspective on, th on something like, uh, how, how, how COVID like factors into all of this for you, because there's this, there's this time where everything's pretty normal. There's, there's, there's the school stuff, there's the regular life stuff, but then all of a sudden people start talking about, oh, there's this new virus that's come out and now it's probably going to shut a lot of things down. And for someone like me, I I've seen those kind of warnings before and I wasn't sure how seriously to take it until quarantine did begin for real. But as an adult, like I, I just kind of rolled with it, not to say that it was easy by any stretch, but I didn't have like a younger mind where I would have, I feel like it would have been a really big deal to me. I'm just curious how it was for you when quarantine first started. Quarantine was not, I'm not saying it was like easy, of course, but like I've always been more of like an inside kid. Like I never really, like I never, I never really had like a lot of like in-person friends. Like I have a few, obviously, not really obviously, but like I have a few friends that are like in person that talk to me. But like, I've always met my friends online. So I'm like, well, you know, school's kind of like dimming down. They're like becoming more laid back. Why not just like catch up on all those friends? And this is before I even had a thought of beginning melee. So I'm like, it didn't really affect me that much. I know, I know it affected people like a whole bunch. But for me, obviously when I was like, when it was first starting out, I didn't really understand it. I just really knew that I was inside and I'm like, cool i don't have to go to school but now i understand they're like oh this is a problem shoot and that was like a couple weeks in and i hate online school so i'm just like so uh can you go away now virus and we're still here that's so it never really affected me that much but it affected obviously probably you and your like you know family tree and you have like all these little juniors running around the house and all that and they're probably like i don't know something like that i just think it affected you way more than it affected me uh, that's interesting because i would have i mean i would have said the opposite it was just like well I, that's also probably part of my personality like i tend to just sort of take things in stride not because i have like i don't know an infinite amount of life experience where i'm like i've, I've gone through much worse than this sort of thing that's not necessarily true it's not like i've served in the military and had to go to an active war zone or anything but i i would have assumed the opposite actually that it was like i feel like you went through more of that kind of stuff that where it's like kind of like upended a lot as compared to like how i felt about it or like how i went through it but that was very strange at first where it was like am i going to be working question mark but the work that i do is not like in the heart of essential work but it's sort of around that bubble logistics is 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 what i do so yeah it's i i was able to stay employed thankfully but even still i mean the idea hopefully is for anybody who ha like went through it in a worse way were able to land on their feet at some point it's just been it, it has been crazy overall just thinking about how all of a sudden things were like going and then they stopped immediately and we all had to like figure out how to deal with that in our own our own ways but now we're starting to see a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel I, I say that 
while also acknowledging that it's not like it went away. We are not in like the all clear. For example, I'm going to my local this upcoming weekend instead of Super Smash Con, which I'm very excited about, but it's, you know, it's wearing masks and we're, we all have to have our Vax cards handy and doing all that, which is great. And that's just going to be different than how it was before. Like, like before the pandemic and everything, there's just still going to be stuff like that probably for a little while yet, but I'm hoping that, yeah, I'm hoping that it just eventually we just get to a part where we don't always have to kind of like look behind the shoulder sort of a, of a feeling where we go, Oh no, we just had a really big major. Is there going to be like some kind of outbreak and do we have to like all kind of go back online and stay there for a while? I think that there is a great idea behind having a mix of online and offline, but doing all online or all offline. Like, I don't know if we can ever go back to that again. Yeah. I think I'm not saying it'll like sort itself out like a, like a whole lot, but I think the community is doing a very good job of making sure that we don't go back to not really the slippy era. I feel like the slippy era is kind of like, like you can see the end of the slippy era. It's like, you know, because COVID uh, obviously brought in a new era of Melee, uh, Project Slippy, Fizzy the man behind the mastermind creation that is Slippy, uh, obviously made a new wave of players to be like, oh, I can go to this, you know, like, this is easy to do, and I don't need to, like, buy, like, oh, $200 GameCubes and, like, $100 this just to play this game. I can just get it for free on my computer. And... Controllers are obviously the big part, but everyone usually uses a keyboard when they obviously don't have the money to burn on the controller. They can still play the game very easily because, um, well, you can hook up a keyboard to it. Oh, have you tried playing Melee with Slippy for with a keyboard, or have you always tried to just use a controller of some kind? Okay, so about like a week ago, I downloaded Slippy on my like school computer. Not really like, not really like their computers, but like I have my own computer for school, and you already know where this is going. <laughs> you already know where this is going with this, but may or may not find a good layout for keyboard. It may or may not be practicing good, but um, allegedly, allegedly, hypothetically speaking, if I was doing it during study hall or like snack or like lunch or something, uh. I would get pretty comfortable with it. And I think I'm kind of comfortable with keyboard, keyboard, but obviously a controller, I'm way comfortable with because I've been playing with it like way longer, stuff like that. Yeah, I want to try one of the rectangle controllers, but they're just so hard to get a hold of. I mean, they're all yeah. seem to be like uh, to to a varying degree of sold out. That's not a hundred percent true, but I, I'm especially like looking at the frame one box controller and going like, oh, so pretty, but I haven't been able to. Wait, sold out. Yep. The only thing that's actually not sold out is the adaption cord. <laughs> and that's like really weird. Cause I'm like, huh, you would think, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Cause the frame one's obviously probably like real expensive compared to like little cords. So yeah. I bet they have like more cords in stock than like the actual controller itself. I'm like, I kind of do want to try out the frame one, but I don't want to pay like $60 just to try it out once and probably not use it again. Like if, if it's comfortable, it's comfortable. But like, until something happens, if anything even happens to my fingers, I feel like I'm just going to stick the GameCube controller. 
Well, there are players who just make it work. I mean, Zayn has had, I think it, is it elbow or shoulder? Something related to, there's a, there's a part of his arm that he has to like consistently like work on stretching and working out and like keeping in a, in a, in a pretty good shape in order for him to be able to play well. Also using the pillow. I don't know if you watch smash summit 11, but there was the pillow. Like and everybody was saying, I want the pillow. Where did you get yeah, the, pillow? the pillow? But Zane had Give no idea. <laughs> he had no idea where he yeah. got it. <laughs> he, he, I, I bet he just kind of found it in his closet one day and be like, yes, this. <laughs> something. This is what I'm going to be using to defeat Mango. That's not really going to plan, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, eventually, that, eventually that'll happen. I love the Zane mango rivalry. I think that's probably like, that's an it's easy answer. It's the Armada Hunger Box. It's, huh? it's the Armada... Are, it's kind of like the Armada Hunger Box, but with two different characters, which I find pretty funny. And that's another cool thing about Melee, right? I mean, like, there's just there's a fair amount of characters at the very tippy-top level that have great representation behind that character, and then you get a lot of these matchups where we go, oh, we love the Zane versus Mango, or we love the Armada versus Hungry Box. I mean, I still do. I've, I've watched... I've go back and watch Armada Hungry Box sets every now and again just because I'm just... There's something about them. They they're yep. both great players, especially when they were clashing against each other so often. Yeah, I mean they're both considered gods. So five of them only, two of them really had the consistent rivalry during that time. I I keep on going back to my favorite set, probably, obviously Evil 2016, but I've watched that more times than I can count. So my <laughs> second favorite is GTX 2017. Yes, great set. There you I go. I love GTX 2017. Yeah. Go to Yoshi's story. Get that three stock comeback. Down Let's it go. stocks one to three. I'm telling you, it just does it. Clutch box. <laughs> and I just love it's just like I, I whenever I watch that, I always get goosebumps because I can see Hungrybox crack a little smile when it's one to one stocks because he knows. How does he know? Every time he laughs, like for my misses a punish, he's like, <laughs> Down me. I won. <laughs> I, I did it. <laughs> I think that's so funny that like whenever he like laughs, like he misses up like yes he has up there up here. You know you're gonna die. I don't know how he does it. He's like, you know your stock is gone when you laugh like that. He's like <laughs> yeah. You just you just lost the tournament. Now I'm gonna get my move. I'm gonna get my opening now. Oh, what's that? You lost the tournament because you missed the up because you did the right option. Oopsies. You know? <laughs> oh, that's it's too bad. Get it next time. Mail is funny. And fun. And sick. So then I was going to, I was wanted to go back to the controller thing real quick, real fast, because I wanted to ask you this before I forget. Do you think that you would ever want to try to do controller modding or fiddling about yourself? I mean, like, would you ever want to try to do anything like that? Um, probably not. I've always, I've never really been good at like little things with my fingers. I've never really been like about, like I was the last person to learn how to tie my shoes in my friend group. So it's like. I'm never really good at, like, little things like that. Like, little things. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, when yeah, but controller modding would be, like, very precise. Like, obviously, carving out notches is way, is, like, way cheaper to do on your own. But if you don't have, you know, like, an expert in that, you're going you're gonna to fail. You're not going to get those shield drop notches like you want. No, not the know? crispy ones anyway. Just no, more no. of, like, it's, like, the third-party brand, like, cheap knockoff Mad stuff. Cats. <laughs> yeah. The Mad Cat controller. They work for about like a couple weeks and they just kind of fall apart in your hands. Yep. <laughs> you know? So then I'm I'm I I 
yeah, I am running out of things that I wanted to talk to you about, but I want to make sure that we're covering everything that you want to cover. So what did we miss anything so far? Is there anything that uh, you wanted to talk about? I want to hear your opinions on the nun situation I have with me and him that he just showed up in my chat or something. Does nun just like go around people's Twitch and just go, hello, hi. I, I had no idea. I was just streaming. It's like, apparently someone in the Twitter reply says, great role matter nun always doing this. I'm like, he was always doing this. I mean, like you're, you obviously keep a good eye on the community. So I thought like, is this just very special or is he like just like people? And I'm like, I think I might be the only one. So that's unique, at least. <laughs> but maybe, maybe none has done this before, but never went onto Twitter to shout out the person because, because when he hopped into their tw Twitch stream, they go, oh, we got to win this for none. But then they don't. You did. <laughs> I got that one cheesy F smash. Everyone thinks I made Mario. I made Puff. Look, I have, I have the Puff right there to prove I made Puff. I, I have set that up before getting in this VC. I'm so talented. But, look, um, look at these puffs. One is subscribed to one is subscribed to at Music Hits on Twitch, and the other is not. Subscribe. <laughs> no, for the audio listeners, I was pretending to do a Hungry Box uh, subscription bit. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, okay. Oh man, this song, bangs. It's it's called Why the Heck Are You Not Subscribed Yet? <laughs> I love the man. And the clickbait's funny. He's just funny. Yeah, I mean, watching. I mean, watching Hungrybox content. I mean, I, I don't watch a ton of the YouTube stuff anymore because I've I realized there's. I mean, he puts out so much. It's it is hard for me personally to keep up with, but uh, I think watching the "You Laugh, You Lose" is are really funny as well because he knows funny. he wants to laugh. He can't help it. Yeah, and he's just a really, I think, honest, genuine guy, from my understanding of him. Mm. I know other people see him as this demon, but I'm like, I think he's just kind of a chill guy. Try Are the pop-offs real? Which one? The can the the soup commercial or the regular pop-offs? <laughs> or the uh, or how about the one where it's like he's talking about popping off? It's that skit for Summit, and then at the oh, very yeah. end, it's like, oh, did did you get it? And they go, yeah, we got it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he does it. He's, he, he, yes. <laughs> but the the real pop-offs, like, the pop-offs that make me think that they're not fake, is, like, three pop-offs I can think of. The the famous Ginger set, Evil 2016, and when he beat S-Fat that one time and won his first melee tournament in, like, ten months. Obviously, the Ginger, he went, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. The pizza wasn't really a pop-off. I'm still going to mention it here. Uh, Evil 2016, I mean, like, you can't fake that. You, you, you really just cannot fake that, meant, like, breakdown just on the stage. You cannot fake that. <laughs> and, uh, what was the other one I mentioned? Uh, the S-Fat one, where he's like, yes, I did it, I did it, yeah, yeah. And he just starts tearing up. I love him. <laughs> I love that. I think my, uh, an underrated, an, an underrated pop-off, um, that I'm trying to, think of exactly where it was but it was somewhere around the 2014 time this was in the uh, metagame documentary where it's like he beats Arm oh right armada goes fox for the first time at paragon which is an event yeah, in yeah. florida he goes fox for the first time versus hungry box almost does the reverse 3-0 but hungry box clutches out the last game and just does a little shimmy like 
Wait, I'm pretty sure that was was that during like when Lefty was beating Hunter Box and he beat him that one time when he's going like this is during like Heal Hunter Box like 2015. Uh, like no, it was a little bit before Heal H Box. Yeah, it's like he's shaking Lefty's hand, like bouncing up and down, <laughs> and like he kissed his girlfriend or whatever. I thought that was the one of the funniest pop offs that never gets mentioned anymore, but. When he beat Leffen that one time. <laughs> when he beat Leffen? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> that one time when he beat Leffen, guys. Have you guys not seen that? Oh, Flip wait. Hold on. No, wait. No, my favorite is the Zane pop-off. I feel so bad for Zane, but it's like... <laughs> and, the... <laughs> and Zane picks up the controller. <laughs> he's like... Exactly. He's like... Fucking bonk or whatever. I, th I think... Uh, the... The pop-offs the man does is great. But yeah. And then, so, when I saw Nun's tweet, yes, I d wanted to make sure we wrapped a bow on your on your big pop-off right now. This is the biggest one that yeah. you've had. When Nun tweets out, I go, oh, that's really cool. I knew that this was... I, like I know that guy. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. Oh. But I knew that there were people out there who were playing Melee who were... Uh, in your age bracket, right? That there, there are there are kids who are playing melee who got into it around Slippy or maybe just before Slippy. Like the point is, is that they're not twenty somethings; they're like teens, right? So I knew that they existed, but here's the first person that I've seen because I don't go on Twitch a whole lot myself, and I don't browse like melee channels. Usually, I go on Twitch specifically to watch like a high level tournament. Like I'll watch top eight of Super Smash Con this weekend for sure, but. I normally am not like super watching Twitch, so I, I don't get to see like the up and coming players that are just, you know, streaming their tournament runs or their bracket runs or just friendlies, whatever it may be. So I this this was a revelation for me because I was like, Oh, finally there's a real example of someone who is getting into melee, which is so cool, who's getting better, which is also very cool, who has, you know, ideas of what they want to do in the scene and as a player it's really really cool so that's one of the reasons why i wanted to ask you on like on the spot as soon as i saw the tweet but then i thought nope there's probably just a million and one things that this that this kid has to deal with that fire has to deal with so now that that's died down a bit where can we see yeah. you next for your next pop-off when you go when you beat dawson at super smash con this weekend is that oh, what you're trying to do guys uh our next big pop-off if i even if I, like, make out a, like, round one pools at Smash Can, I'll be happy. But the non-situation was so bizarre to me because he was so random. It came out of the blue. And this is unrelated, but I saw someone in the comments actually saying, since I said, like, wait, like, wait, what? So much. The guy said the weight stock, the word of weight stock market's going up today. I thought that was hilarious. Because I was saying, like, wait, wait, what? Wait, wait. Just wait so much. And, um, I always thought, you know, people bringing me up was funny. Also, Firefuff 12, uh, what was it? It was someone that he was talking to. It was, like, the upstate New York Smash, like, s invitation or something that they're doing with, like, Ultimate players, I guess. And so, they were, ch like, this, this guy in Firefuff 12 was chatting, is like, do you know by any chance this guy named Fire underscore Gamer sixty six? He's like ten years old. I'm thirteen, by the way. And he's just <laughs> going. He's just going to my. He's going to turns. He's really good. He's he like mentions me. He's like adds me. And I thought like 
That's like my first time that people like brought me up out of the blue and be like, do you know this guy? Like, this guy's good. And I'm like, that's so awesome, man. I just literally said like, that's so awesome. I'll be like, fire underscore gamers, join the chat or something. That's what I put in the <laughs> thing. But yeah. And so where can the people find you? That's how we'll start to wrap up. Where can the people find you on Twitter, on Twitch, those sort of places? They could find me at that original kid on Twitter, but the D at the end is the one. It was just generated, I guess. And music hits on twitch.tv slash music hits, I guess. And any closing thoughts that you have? Or are you all set? Um, thank you guys for watching this, well, interview with me. Happy to be on here. Always open to any questions. You guys have any questions, just inform me, my Twitter, or just show my Twitch chat whenever I'm streaming. Be like, hey, do you know blah, blah? Or like, can I ask you about blah, blah? And I'll be open to answer as many questions as you may have. Oh, why is your favorite color blue? Favorite color blue? I I like the color. Also, uh, blue's the color of the sky, and I like the sky, I guess. Let's go. All right. Well, yes. Hey. OG Kid or Music Hits and Fire. Thank you so much for coming on me with Bottom of the Smash of Mountain. Of course. I love interviews and I'm happy to be in on Bottom of Smash Mountain anytime. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs>